0: Today in our gospel, Jesus prays. He prays to his Father in heaven. He says, Father, glorify your name. And almost instantly, that prayer of Jesus is answered. As the Father responds and says, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. During this liturgical year already, in the days after Christmas, and then here in the first few weeks of Lent, we've heard the voice of God the Father as we do every year in the readings. The first was at the baptism of the Lord, in which the Father says to Jesus and to John the Baptist and those around, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well-pleased. And then the second Sunday of Lent, we heard that very same thing. This is my beloved son. Listen to him on the, uh, with the gospel of the transfiguration that we heard on that second Sunday of Lent. It's almost as if this speaking of the father is maybe forgotten. That this isn't one of the more popular ones that we might call to mind. But there's something there, something rich. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. It's a prayer that that the Father answers after Jesus prayed in the immediacy of that moment. But I'd say that it's a prayer that is continually answered even to this very day, that what Jesus prayed long ago is still being fulfilled right now, that God is being glorified, and he will glorify it again. And perhaps the way that God is glorified and his name is glorified uh, is the is found earlier in the gospel in which jesus says unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies it remains just a grain of wheat but if it dies it produces much fruit so that maybe the father is glorified when we produce fruit with our lives i think a perfect example of this is who the church this weekend celebrated, who people all throughout the United States, Catholic and non-Catholic alike, have celebrated. That, of course, being St. Patrick. That St. Patrick was one who glorified God and wanted to glorify him with his very life and to produce fruit for the kingdom. But he had to die to himself in order to do that. Patrick, he grew up in Britain, and sometime early on in his life, he finds himself in Ireland, and there he's in slavery. He's not free. He's working the land. But then he's set free from this slavery. He goes back to Britain, becomes a priest, and feels called by God to return to the very country where he spent years in misery. But he returns in order to produce fruit for the kingdom, to glorify God, to proclaim his name to those who do not know of the true God. And that's exactly what he did. So he died to himself, and he goes back to that place of torture, and there proclaims Jesus to them. He did this in many and varied ways, and although many of you might know of the shamrock story in which he allegedly taught the Trinity with the three clovers, Father, Son, and Spirit, Another image of the Irish people, of the Celtics, would be the Celtic cross. And Patrick, when he would go and he would teach the the pagans, those who were worshipping false gods, he would take the cross and he put a sun on it, and he told them that this God, that Jesus, is the sun that never sets, that he is the one that remains forever. So that image of the Celtic cross remains with us today as really that teaching of Saint Patrick, it was a way in which, by his life and his ministry that he glorified God and that he produced fruit as he converted Ireland and even to this day we celebrate and honor his memory to produce much fruit. We could ask, what fruit has our parish produced for the sake of the kingdom? Or maybe we could ask for ourselves, What fruit have I produced as a follower of Jesus? Earlier this week, I was at a meeting for our parish, uh, with the parish council, and they shared with me a story, one of the members did. And it was the story of a, a high school student who had just graduated, who went off to college, so went through religious ed here in the parish, and then did the youth ministry in the area. And they go off to college, and this year they got involved at the local church. And so they started to teach religious education to a great level there. The fruit of our work of handing on the faith now was impacting people in another place as this young person felt called by God to serve him, to produce fruit, to glorify God in their life. And so we can ask, what fruit are we producing in our own lives as followers of Jesus? This prayer that Jesus prays today, Father, glorify your name. And the answer, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. That's what God is doing in each and every one of us. And so let's hope and let's pray that we may continue to fulfill this answered prayer of our God.